This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Hello there, how you doing? It's uh, Kevin Riley here and welcome to Irish Time on the Manitou People's Radio here in Palmerston North in uh, the county Manitou. Anyway, I've, most of the stuff I'm going to read is just stuff that I've picked up from various Irish newspapers, you know, the, uh, within the last 24 hours, really. Anyway, what have we got here? The child benefit payment of €280 Euros announced in the budget. This is in uh, the Republic of Ireland. Uh, a double child benefit payment of €280 Euros is being paid to families from today. This was uh, last week. A range of social protection supports were announced in the budget uh, in 2023 uh, last month, including the fact that court payments will increase by 12 uh, euros. It's, it's not brilliant, but it's not bad. The overall social package is worth about 2.2 billion. Uh, the autumn uh, double social welfare payment was paid out there on uh, October the 17th. And the double child benefit of 200 years being paid a day to support 600, yes, 638,000 families. The payment will be received into the bank accounts from today, costing a total of 170 million euros. Child benefit is a monthly payment uh, to support parents and grandparents. They used to have a family benefit here at one time, which was the only income some women had, you know, in the, the relationship, you know, their marriage, relationship, whatever. But I think that, was, that went under the, I think it was the Bulger government, Ruth Richardson. Yeah, the, but it was. It was, uh, you know, sometimes I remember people saying it was the only money, the only income they ever had to call their own. Anyway, anyway, so that's that's good news. A bit of good news that things are uh, moving along. And we've got here, this is about uh, Trim over there uh, in County uh, Meath. It, it's a, the, the tidiest town in Ireland. But one of the titles, we're all in business now. Trim and County Meath has been named Ireland's tidiest town for 2020. Uh, the town was awarded the top prize at the annual Tidy Town Ceremony, uh, the, uh, the first in-person, in-person event since 2019. Well, that's a while. Uh, Trim was also awarded Ireland's tidiest town there last year, but nepotism over the sound of it. Announcing Trim as the overall winner, uh, Minister for Rural and Community Development, Heather Humphreys, said this is a, a moment of great pride for Trim and indeed the, the wider county of Meath. Having uh, entered the competition in 1959, Trim today continues to showcase all that is good about a community and volunteerism. I have no doubt that the Italian Towns Group and Trim will receive a warm and deserving homecoming as they celebrate this wonderful occasion. The level of competition was extremely high with the, the third highest number of entries ever recorded. It's not bad, I'm getting back onto it. The tightest town uh, went to Clonkeke uh, over there, in uh, down there rather, in uh, County Cork, Michael Collins' country. Uh, Ross Calberry in Cork was awarded Ireland's tidiest village. 
The Italian Urban Centre for uh, 2022 was Innes over there in County Clare. Innes was awarded the, the top prize at last year's award as well. The competition has been in existence since 1958. I think it's a good thing. Uh, I want to pray, uh, pay tribute to all the winners today, but above all, I want to say a huge thank you to all the thousands of uh, the towners, the, the local citizens, volunteers across the country. The time and effort that you put into making your town or village a better place says so much about your commitment and dedication to your community. Office All Examined Super Value will uh, continue to sponsor the competition following uh, the expiry of its current agreement with Tidy Towns and uh, her department. Mm. Following a competitive uh, process to secure a funding partner for the, the competition, it gives me great pleasure to announce today that negotiations have commenced with Super Value as the preferred better uh, to partner with the, the, the Department of Rural and Community Development to administer the competition uh, next year, uh, up to 2027. Sorry. Uh, the, the managing director of Super Value, Ian Allen, was saying it was just brilliant to be involved with this great and enterprising enterprise, as it were, uh, to, you know, for keeping Ireland tidy, and it's just it'll go a lot further than just the, the, the cities or the smaller towns and villages that take part. Anyway, so that's uh, I think that's brilliant that they actually do stuff like that. You know, because it's great pride to the local people, and it really is uh, when you're, uh, you know, you're there as it were. What's this? Oh, this is about that guy Lula who was met by President uh, Higgins, uh, you know, uh, sorry, two or three years ago, when uh, Lula was uh, on a tour of Europe, I think it must have been, they called him to see Michael D. Higgins, and uh, just to say here that he had written to him to congratulate him on his uh, win over there in the Brazilian elections. Uh, so he was the most prominent uh, union organiser in Brazil for decades before he became the first elected president. He did a lot of really good stuff for everybody when he was uh, running Brazil the last time. Let's hope he can do something similar again. Anyway, thousands of Brazilians living in Ireland are expected to cast their vote ballots at Coke Park today. This was obviously last week. Uh, voters will be uh, choosing between widely you know, different uh, people on offer, as it were, from the far right, Bolsonaro, to the leftist, uh, you know, Lula da Silva. Lula is a charismatic former president, tainted by uh, graft cases, narrowly won a first-round election and enters the finale. Uh, the slight favourite was 52% of the vote uh, support. Good. According to the final uh, vote from uh, Dalfala, the Institute on Saturday, it's a Brazilian organisation or institute. Uh, however, Bolsonaro, who served 48% in the poll, performed better than expected last time. And there's uh, great concern that, uh, you know, it is going to be a very, very close uh, finish. And as it turned out, it was an extremely close finish. You know, it got in, I think there's only about two percentage points in it. But much to my surprise as well was uh, Bolsonaro has uh, ordered all the trucks that were blocking a lot of the major cities and towns in Brazil to go home, as it were, you know, to, to stop it, to, you know, get, get things moving again, which was... Um, Really good, you know, because I thought he was going to do a Donald Trump and just make things awkward. Anyway, talking about things like that, what have we got here? Uh, the first contract to deliver modular homes for Ukrainians due in January 2023. I think there was an interesting article about the modular homes, you know, like prefabs. That 
it's going to t- take place even over in this part of the world if you know the housing crisis persists. Uh, the first uh, contract to deliver 500 modular homes for people from Ukraine fleeing the Russian invasion will be completed in, by 2023. Minister of uh, State Patrick O'Donovan said the homes were not at all sided like Defence Force barracks, but also on land provided uh, other you know, public bodies, including you know, the city councils and uh, organisations like that there. To date, Ireland has accompanied up to 56,000 men, women and children from Ukraine with thousands of children in primary and uh, post-primary school and also over uh, 10,000 Ukrainians working. However, the government has warned that refugees can end up sleeping on the streets due to the accommodation shortage. O'Donovan defended the government's handling of the situation, saying 60,000 people, equivalent to 1% of the population, had arrived in Ireland since uh, February. We're not the only European that's experienced huge influxes of this nature. Seven million people have been displaced internally in Ukraine and millions have left the country. He told uh, you know, the radio television uh, interview guy. And I don't think anyone ever saw seven million people moving out of Ukraine last February. And it isn't just only in Ireland. Belgium is under serious pressure. The Netherlands is under serious pressure. All the Baltic countries and Eastern Europe are under serious problems with the amount of people coming through. We've placed a contract with a principal contractor and work is starting on uh, the initial 500 homes that have been decided to, uh, be, to grow by the government to an additional uh, 200. On top of that, we've placed orders for 250 houses with the subcontractors, so we're on track to deliver. We hope to see the completion of the first, uh, in the first few months, January and February of 2023, which is actually on schedule for an, the original plan. Well, that's not too bad. That's how it works. He said the houses will be on the sites provided by various public bodies, including the Office of Public Works, local authorities, the Housing Department, and Department of Defence, and others. Whatever other means. How still lies the bay in the bright western airs which blow from the crimson horizon once more we tack home with a dry empty hold saving gas with the breezes so fair she's a kindly cape islander all the still sound but so lost Stay 
fisherman's way Long ago they all moved to the cities And the ones left behind Oh, tired and blind Who worked for a pound or a penny have been reports of a tornado in County Wexford today amid a gale force wind warning for some coastal areas. Medern uh, noted that Ireland is not immune to tornadoes while the Tornado Organisation in Dublin issued a warning today for 
isolated tenures over Ireland and parts of Britain. Speaking to uh, the South Stage Radio this afternoon, local farmer Willie John Cooey said he looked like a, it looked like a tenure that had left a path of destruction in its wake in parts of the, uh, the areas around Wexford. He told the radio station significant damage was done in the afternoon. It looks like a tornado came through and leveled the, the, the whole farmyard. This is in rural, just outside Wexford. Um, quite added that in, it was a pure path of destruction and he hadn't seen it, had to be seen to be believed. Uh, quite, I had also noted that the trees had been had stood for hundreds and hundreds of years, had been destroyed. Isn't that amazing? Wexford County Council issued a warning to rural judges this afternoon due to fallen trees and uh, localised flooding in the area. Alan O'Reilly of uh, Carlo Weather <coughs> told the journal that while tornadoes are, very, are usually small-scale events in Ireland short-lived, they can pre- produce severe impacts in smaller towns. And wherever they land, they cause problems. <coughs> in a tweet, O'Reilly noted, added that the locals reported the suspected Tornado heading between 1 and 1.30 with damage caused to many buildings and a large number of trees knocked over. That's truly sad <coughs> to hear all that. And here's, uh, coming up to Christmas in a way, uh, so this is, it's not a Christmas story, I suppose it is to some degree. We'll start with it here. An animal rights organisation, this is in Dublin, an animal rights group has criticised the hysteria surrounding the axing axing of the live crib at Dublin's mansion house uh, when it comes into uh, you know, the Christmas period. The National Animal Rights Association said the end of the three-decade-old animal tradition was a progressive step for animal rights. Green Party councillor Claire Burton, sharing the group's uh, uh, statement on Twitter, said she had fully supported the decision. Burton wrote, next year will be Fianna Foyle uh, will be a Fianna Fáil mirror and they can bring back dancing monkeys and put on a real baby in the crib or whatever they they and Fianna Fáil think defines Christmas. It's a strange uh, reply. Um, the statement from the, the animal people, animal rights, Lorna Boxen, uh, not using animals for entertainment is something that should be welcomed by all as a more compassionate way to mark the festive occasion. We have been objecting to the live crib for over a decade. Farm animals do not belong in the Dublin city centre. They're put in an enclosure on display where they have to. They have no space to get away from people. They're surrounded by lights, noise and hundreds of people staring at them. In uh, 2022, it's not an acceptable way to celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's really cruel. Despite the hysteria that had been encouraged by certain radio stations and newspapers, we are confident that the majority of the people in Ireland don't find looking animals trapped in a shed uh, the highlight of their Christmas. The Minister of Office, uh, the Minister of Office of Public Works, along with a member of Fianna Gael, uh, Gael uh, councillors are working on reversing what has been described as the Grinch-like decision to cancel the crib this Christmas. Dunn said he will be working with the Irish Farmers Association on a new location for the crib, which attracts hundreds, if not thousands, of children and their families every year in Dublin. Yeah, but you could do it. <laughs> no, by all means, have it. You know, but sort of where the animals can go away at night. Instead of being stuck there with lights, and music blasting, cruel. But I said that Fiona Gale will be. Uh, putting to forward an emergency motion for next month's council meeting that the crib be reinstated. Unbelievable. Okay, this is what. Workers will be entitled uh, 
to their tips by law from the 1st of December uh, this year. Uh, Leo Vatska has went to the Deputy Prime Minister. The new law gives employees a legal entitlement to receive tips and gratitudes uh, paid in, in electronic form, such as through debit, credit cards, smartphones, etc., etc. Employees will also be banned, banned from describing uh, mandatory changes as service charges unless they are treated in the same way as tips. Good. There will be a four-week period between now and December, 1st of December to provide employers with a lead-in time to prepare for the changes required by the new law. Something so simple and straightforward. Isn't it amazing? It's, it gets it's so complex. In a statement, uh, the Deputy Prime Minister said tips can from certain form a, a, a significant percentage of a worker's take-home pay. And these changes go a long way to ensuring those tips are distributed to the people who have earned them. This new law is a positive step towards improving the rights and entitlements of low-paid workers, as well as providing transparency for customers. Yeah, I think that's good. They're going to get the tips because that's who you're leaving them for, not the the owner. A fair distribution of tips will uh, will be complex, specific, taking into uh, account factors such as the seniority of or experience of an employee, the value of sales generated by them, and the number of hours they've worked. The legislation requires the Minister of Enterprises to refi- review the law after it comes into effect after one year. So that's a move in the right direction, I think. So good on them. Well, that's about it now for, um, for me. There's, oh, no, I've got a bit of stuff here. You might be interested in this. This is Bono, the guy from U2. Bono, he's written a book. This is all why there's a lot of publicity about him in lots of places. Um, Bono has recalled his, his eventful experience of drinking cocktails with Barack Obama at the White House. Uh, the U2 frontman spoke to Zoe Ball on BBC Radio 2 about his experience of falling asleep in the US president's official residence. Uh, speaking to Ball on, a, on her breakfast show, Bono said, I don't, I, I don't call it drunk. I have an allergy, oh, I can't even pronounce the name, which uh, are found, some, some, succulents or succulents, which are found in red wine, pizza, tomato sauce, lots of things. So picking that out with uh, a lot of red wine, pizza or uh, aspirin has, uh, also has this, this tablet, this drug in it. Very bad. My head will swell like a, like a balloon and pop or I fall asleep anywhere. I fall asleep in really awkward spots. The lighting desk of uh, Sunny Youth, they mixed me round and they couldn't have been nicer. Uh, Bono went to the White House with his wife of 30 years, Ali Houston, said the 44th president of the United States. He picks his cocktail, but he doesn't have too many. He's very measured on what he drinks. Well, in his position, you, you have to. You, know, you should do. I had them and the wine and the allergy, and I ended up uh, slipping out for a, a kip. And the president said to Ali, after she was, where's, where's Bono gone? Oh, he's just gone for sleep. She said, oh, I'm sorry. She said, it has to... He has to. He just uh, has to go for those sleeps. He'll be back in 10 minutes. I've been with him for 30 years. I don't worry about it. I think about him. But I'll find him. Uh, so she did in the end, and he was uh, fast asleep in Lincoln's bedroom uh, in the bosom of Abraham himself. Isn't that nice? He just woke up and laughed. The president also sort of was there, and he laughed his head off. Um, he does make strong cocktails. Bono, he's also known for his activism in uh, philatelic work, um, particularly in poverty-stricken parts of Africa, good on him, about the personal experience with uh, Obama and his family during his visit to the White House. 
Tommy Ball, who's the most extraordinary man and the, the most extraordinary family. So that was nice. And that's in that uh, book that he's just come out with. Anyway, on that note, I will love you and leave you and I will see you next week, okay? Take care and be kind to one another and enjoy this really good spell of weather we're having. It's nice and warm. It wouldn't be a time, but most of the time it's quite beautiful. See ya. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.